Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. These are very turbulent times. It seems like things are getting more polarized. People are staking in their positions and attacking others. Natural disasters are getting more intense. It can be really easy to succumb to fatigue, sadness, depression, or even just a feeling of when is this ever going to end? Some of us just want things to go back to normal, but will they? And is that hope really the answer? Today, we're going to discuss how to create the most internal stability in times of chaos so you not only feel more grounded and centered when things are going nuts around you, you can actually use this time of instability to accelerate even more spiritually. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to remove the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? So Karen, this is, a, this is a perfect topic during these times, trying to, you know, really figure out what can we do for the sake of stability, surrounded by all this chaos. So maybe where you could help me and the audience is, um, you talk about the little s and the big s. Could you just give us a little more insight around that when we're talking about our perspectives? Sure. Yeah, it's a great place to start. So. What I mean by the little s and the big S has to do with the word self. So if you can imagine the word self written in front of you with a, a small s or lowercase s, okay? And then the word self written with a capital S, okay? So the lowercase s self is what I mean, um, what I mean by that is uh, viewing or identifying more with the ego mind, okay? That means perceiving your reality through your thoughts, beliefs, conclusions, assumptions, stories, all of these things that are mental projections. Okay. Now the big S self is what I would uh, consider to be the self that is identified more with spirit. Okay. Where we are aware of our connection even more to pure source. We are intrinsically aware that we are part of the oneness of the all that is. And therefore, we have a much different perspective that is much grander because it's resonating from a higher order and it's not mired in the ego mind, the persona, the pain body, all that sort of stuff. It comes from a higher perspective. So um, that's what I mean by the two senses of self. Okay. So one has to do with like a human experience and one has to do with sort of a, a more of an identification with spirit. And it's not like you don't have access to the big S self. Okay. Even if you're not aware of it right now, it's, you do, you're just not aware of it. It's just kind of like, you're not really thinking right now of your um, left little toe, but it's not like it's not there. It's just not that you're just not, you're not thinking about it. You're not aware of it. Similarly to experience the big S self requires that we're aware of it. And the more frequency work that you do, the more distortion patterns that you release around, um, all these different things that we have, you start to, as a natural consequence, be more and more aware of 
everything from the big S self perspective, right? Because you've dropped the weight of your distortion patterns and you start to realize or recognize or experience the world more from a higher resonating order, which is the big S self or the self identified with spirit more than with just the ego mind. You know, thank you very much, Karen. That helps a lot. And just from a personal standpoint, I would have to say that this is certainly a process. Yeah. And it, it, uh, we always want it to happen quicker and faster and be more profound, but it, it does take time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. as we move from kind of that small s and we start to awaken or evolve or whatever you wish to call it, and move yes. into a higher awareness of the big S, we kind of move back and forth. So it's not a constant state of either one. Yes, it's that's right, exactly. Um, and so it's a lot of people, I think, when they think of an awakening process, they think, oh, I'm gonna move from all the sort of, let's call it crap, right, of how I perceive the world, how I perceive myself, how I perceive others. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to be in this glory of perceiving everything from, you know, the perspective of consciousness. Now, I guess that's possible. Uh, for most people, it's not that binary. Okay, it's not like all of a sudden you go from one thing to this grand thing. For most people, as um, they release distortion, either through frequency work or some other means, I only speak about frequency work, because after, you know, having a Having explored a whole ton of other stuff, to me, frequency work was the fastest. And of course, it's um, where my natural ability lies. Um, when you do more frequency work, what happens is you release these distortion patterns. As you release distortion, your frequency resonance comes up. So there are moments where, as you mentioned, you start to experience things from a very different perspective. You have new thoughts, new understandings, new, right? Everything doesn't, uh, it just seems to be that you have more context for everything that's happening around us, right? So meaning, if you're going to look at the, the chaos and the intensity that's happening currently in the world, only through the lens of the humanness, right? The ego mind, it's terrifying right? There's all this stuff that's happening. It seems like, like it's happening very fast in succession. We don't know if it's going to end. It just seems like all that's going to un unravel even further is more chaos, more fear, more uh, instability, right? And it, it can be very difficult to maintain a sense of stability in that because it's, it, you can get easily sucked into despair, right? Like, is this ever going to end? However, if you can start to identify with and feel more and more of yourself from spirit perspective, okay? And this is not, I'm not talking about spiritual bypassing where you pretend to yourself that everything is all good and everything is okay and you actually don't experience anything because you're just trying to like avoid it. I'm talking about the actual embodied experience of that feeling that you feel things happening exactly as they're meant to, or as they are un unraveling, because that's how they are. And that you can start to sense that there is a purpose, a much bigger purpose to what is currently happening than what we perceive from the human perspective. Because from my perspective, what is happening right now is this tremendous opportunity from spirit perspective. We are in this moment releasing the lower denser frequency resonance of 
oppression, control, abuse, greed. That is why it's so visible right now to us. That is what we're releasing and stepping away from into this newer, higher resonating order where those lower density frequencies cannot exist. This is an incredible time. If you can see it from that perspective, if you only see it from the perspective of the human, it seems terrible, just like many other times in history have seemed terrible. And yet they have been times where humanity has been buoyed further in terms of upwards in terms of their frequency resonance. So if you can find that awareness of the higher S self, because it's of a higher resonating order and it requires more internal stability and a greater perspective, you inherently feel more stable despite what seems to be chaos on the very physical human realm. Wow. Wow. That was a lot. <laughs> That's very profound, Karen, and thank you. And I, you know, I heard you say the word exciting. And so it's, yeah. it, it's extremely, it's such an exciting time to be human because we've got these human bodies and we're surrounded by a world of consciousness that is allowing us to evolve to a level that I don't know if humans have ever done before. Yeah. The fact that we're here and we get to experience this and to evolve to that level is, is pretty amazing. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. And for some of us, we've been waiting for this for a very long time. This is, we get to experience consciousness rising, not just slowly, but in a massive jump embodied. Now that may not mean something to a, a number of people, but to be able to experience that intensity, okay, in the embodiment with all of the emotion of it, the sensation of it, okay, all of that humanness, in addition to an awareness of what is happening on the grander scale is an incredible opportunity, right? Because then essentially you're bridging the unbound or the disembodied consciousness, that experience of consciousness in addition to the experience of the physical density of the embodiment. So when you're doing that, you get the, really the best of both worlds. And that is why it's such a tremendous acceleration and incredible opportunity at this time to experience that. And it's, it's just, um, I know it can sound at odds with what is happening right? With the chaos and the fear and the anger and the rage and the polarity and all of that stuff that's happening. And what also to be aware of is this incredible, amazing thing that we are getting to experience right now, even amidst, or perhaps because of, or as a reflection of that happening is this chaos, right? So it's kind of, um, from my perspective, an incredible time. So Karen, you know, this is, uh, this is really fascinating, this whole subject matter about evolving, you know, from that small S to the large S and, you know, really our perspective changing, which really helps us tremendously during these times as far as with all the chaos. And what I was thinking about as a human, this is a very, very special time. And I, I don't know in the history of humans, if we've ever had a environment 
a consciousness that allows us to evolve to this level. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I, I don't feel like this has happened in human consciousness. Has it happened in other consciousness, consciousnesses? Yes, but for humans, this is the first time and it's an incredible opportunity because we, a lot of us have been waiting for this moment in time, okay? Where consciousness is gonna jump significant. This is not just like a little bump. This is a massive jump in consciousness, okay? What, I, what that means is simply the resonance level at which we exist now and where we're going to be in very short order is pretty dramatic. Now, everyone thinks it's gonna be like instant on, it's not. It will take some time to adjust to the new order of consciousness, which is vibrating much higher. So it's not like, you know, all of a sudden you're like here one day and there the next, just like it's not a binary switch from little S self to big S self, it's a process. So, however, we're in that point where we really are transitioning now. Okay, this is what this chaos is. And we are getting to experience this if we choose to from the experience of the identification of the big S self, where we are aware of ourselves as consciousness, having this experience of consciousness rising and the embodied human experience of all the emotion, the physicality of it, all that stuff. So you get to experience both, which is really exciting. And we are at a time where we, it's like happening very fast, okay? We really are in that in-between where we're getting to that point where once we boy into it, then these lower, denser frequencies can't exist. So they may take a little while to completely drop away and the t new consciousness completely to click in, but for the most part, they'll disappear. And so this is a really huge, important deal just in terms of being able to experience consciousness rising, not only from the spirit level, but also from an embodied physical level. So it's an incredible opportunity, as you say. You know, as, a, as an individual, I feel so fortunate to be on this bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and me both. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that are not even aware of the bus. And so mm -hmm. to be on this and to actually be, you know, to truly experience exactly what you're talking about as we transition through this is amazing. But I, I feel very fortunate to have people like you and others that are really helping us, you know, as a pioneer, you're giving us insight into our future travels, yeah. know, future experiences. Yeah. And I just want to say something that um, uh, is to give context, okay? Because um, without it, I think people can go into more fear if you don't understand what's happening. So in order to transition to the higher resonating uh, consciousness, um, there are some people who, like as you said, aren't aware of the bus at all, okay? They don't know that the bus is there. They've never heard of the bus. They don't even know that the bus is a possibility, okay? So in order to move into the higher resonating realm, some of them will have to leave their bodies. And what that means is it will look like physical death. So I'm not saying that to engender fear, okay? I'm not trying to instill fear in people or whatnot. I'm giving you context so that if, because, you know, we are very, in our culture, um, 
very ill prepared for death. We don't really know what it is. We're scared of it. Okay, and there, uh, you and I, Dennis, have done an episode on Are You Afraid of Death? We are going to be releasing another episode later about demystifying the dead. All that stuff is going to come about. But um, in the interim, because we have this cultural predisposition to being afraid of death, we look at it as something negative and to be um, avoided. Now, of course, you're in a human body, so I'm not saying you should like throw yourself in front of a bus. I'm just saying that to give perspective to what can be scary in terms of uh, you know, death rates being higher, to know that um, that has part of that person's journey to get to the higher level consciousness. They just didn't do it embodied. They're doing it um, from a state where they're not embodied. Okay, so just to give people context for what might, for the greater reason why that's happening. You know, I, th I think that that is really important to hear, Karen, and I, th I think it helps me is to allow everyone their journey. Yeah. And it's it's unique for each one of us, yes. and um, to to have no judgment around it, and we're all you know we're all doing the best that we can, and it looks mm -hmm. quite differently. But uh, what you're saying is that that can be part of this. Yeah, totally. It's just to have compassion, right, for uh, for others. It's not in an arrogant way, but just like, wow, there's a lot of chaos right now. It's really scary. And if you're only identifying from the small s self, that that's a really um, scary place to be viewing the world from. And so just to have understanding. And like I, um, I may have mentioned before, it doesn't excuse bad behavior necessarily, but it certainly lends um, to more of an understanding as to why people are behaving the way they are. And to hold your space, Okay. This is an opportunity for you to strengthen like never before. Okay, So to understand, to come to an understanding of your true essence, of yourself as infinite indestructible consciousness. Now, you probably can ask yourself, well, Karen, that's a really nice theoretical idea. How do I do that when everything seems to be going to hell in a handbasket? It's a very excellent question to ask. It's not a mental thing. Okay, this is not mental. It's very difficult from the ego mind to surmount the ego mind. It's just almost impossible. You have to go to a higher vibrating order. At least that's my experience of it. So um, we have given um, a couple of weeks ago a um, online event called uh, Stability, Growth, Opportunity, and Leadership Amidst Chaos. Uh, it is now available on recording if that calls to you. You don't have to listen to that. You can um, receive help from a number of free GFCs that we often offer on the website as community support. You can listen to the GFC after this to continue to strengthen yourself, to start to move more towards the experience of, from the small S self rather, to the big S self. Because it's very difficult to just do that in your mind. It's not about the mind doing it. It's about releasing the distortion patterns, the heaviness of the density of those patterns, so you vibrate or resonate higher. That's it. The higher your resonance, the more you identify with the large S self. It's simply a natural consequence of that movement, right? It's sort of like, um, it's funny, spherical luminosity's little logo is uh, a hot air balloon. I don't know if people know this. Some people think it's a light bulb. But anyway, it's a hot air balloon. And just like a hot air balloon, there's sandbags on the hot air balloon, right, to keep you 
tethered to the ground. But as you cut off the sandbags, the balloon starts to rise. Well, similarly, we are collectively cutting off those sandbags so the hot air balloon can really rise. And so for you personally to have more of an identification of yourself from the big S, it's to release all those sandbags. The more you release in terms of your own density, your own heaviness, etc., the higher in frequency resonance you become the more actually without you doing anything other than that can help the collective as well because the whole becomes lighter, brighter, more resonant because you are. The higher your resonance becomes, it's not a one-to-one thing where all of a sudden your resonance is higher and therefore, I don't know, like your mother's or your friend's or whatever boys up. You start to impact much greater numbers of people just in terms of where the collective is able to go in terms of its consciousness level, which is really an amazing thing. So circling all the way back, Karen, to talking about stability during these chaotic times. Yes. The bottom line is stay with it. Yeah. So what I would say is the bottom line in this time of of chaos is A, to be really present, if I can give you one tip, one tip, stay present in your body. Why? Because your body exists in the now, okay? In the now, the, the now, the present moment in linear time. This is where your body exists. You can imagine it in the future. You can imagine it in the past, but physically it's now, right? Our minds project into the fear, the uncertainty of the future or the regret of the past, but your body exists in the present moment. The more you can anchor into the sensation of the body, the senses of the body, the more it will pull you into the present moment. Your body is one of your most valuable tools. Okay. So even if you're having emotions that are not delightful because they're yucky and they feel bad, have the emotion and allow them to pass through you remember your body. So to keep, it's a, it's a practice, right? The tailspin of the mind will want to pull you into the future, right? Like what you can imagine is like horrible future possibilities that don't yet exist. Come back to what are you feeling in your body? What is the quality of the light? What is the smell around you? What is the sound? Use your senses to ground yourself in your body. If you can't do that, become aware of your spine. Okay. That's the first thing to create stability, right? Because you're using your body as a vehicle to pull you into the present moment in linear time. That is very, very important. The second thing that you can do if you want to create even more stability for yourself is to do what I call triangulate, okay? Why is triangulation important? Triangulation is important because it sets you in space, right? So what I just talked about just now becoming aware of your body is anchoring you in time. So to anchor you in space, it's to be aware of where you are in space. Now, for those of you who've done a lot of my work, you know exactly what that means. So triangulating simply means becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you and noticing the distance between that object and you. I would choose three things because then it's not too overwhelming. It doesn't matter what the thing is. So you notice the physical distance like, oh, that table is two and a half foot away from me. And then you feel the distance between you and it. And you do that for three objects. And what that does, it affirms up the sense of where you are in space because we are in a space-time reality, the more aware you are of yourself in space and yourself in the present moment that will create just naturally more stability for you. Okay, so those are my two biggest tips for creating more stability. The third, and these are not necessarily in order, I would say do all of them if you can. The third, do frequency work. 
I'm not negating anything else. Okay, you can do whatever else you want to. And frequency work is one of the fastest ways that I know of to release the heaviness of the distortion pattern so you can buoy into the higher or the larger S self. Okay, so those three things will give you more stability. The more you identify from the larger S self, the more stable you'll feel because you're aware of not only the unfolding of the all that is, but aware of yourself in space and time, which makes you feel more stable, more grounded, more centered. That's a long answer to your question. <laughs> but I think it's a perfect wrap to this whole podcast around our desire for stability in this time of chaos. So, Karen, thank you very much. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on how to have stability in times of chaos. So this is a beginner GFC. Okay. It's, um, however long it is. And of course, in order to cultivate the most stability possible requires more than this short period of time. And that is why we gave the event, um, entitled stability, growth, opportunity, and leadership amidst chaos that was given um, a few weeks ago. So if you feel like you want to go deeper, and I'm not suggesting you have to, but if you feel like you want to, you may want to listen to that um, because we extensively go into this topic and uh, move from the identification of the small S self to the big S self. Okay. However, if you cannot um, avail yourself of that option, this is a good starting point in terms of anchoring yourself in more stability. Okay. So bringing your attention to your body. And as you bring your attention to your body, becoming aware of where your ears meet your skull or the sides of your head however you prefer to think about it. So if you wear glasses, of course, you're very familiar with this. And if you don't, then you probably don't think about this space very often. So bringing your attention here. 
Good. And now bringing your attention, please, to the backside of your forearms. So as you become aware of the back sides of your forearms, noticing what they're resting on. what the texture of whatever it is that they're touching feels like, whether it's your own skin or fabric or possibly even the air. Noticing the backs of your forearms. And now bringing your attention, please, to your breath. And as you bring your attention to your breath, notice it at first without changing it for just a couple of seconds. Yeah. And once you have noticed it for a couple of seconds, now allowing your breath to elongate, to deepen, and to become more full as it expands into not only your front body, Also your back body, allowing your breath to take up more space inside of you. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. So noticing the sounds around you, both on your end and on my end. The birds are very active today on my end. And then noticing the sounds on your end and if you can, the direction from which they are coming. Mm -hmm. Good. And now becoming aware of your skin, your whole skin complete around your whole body. And as you become aware of your skin, becoming aware of the air, specifically the movement of the air, and if there isn't any at all, noticing that, noticing if there's heaviness in the air from either moisture or 
smoke or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Just feeling the air through your skin. And now please triangulate either with eyes open or with eyes closed, whichever you prefer. For those of you who do not know what triangulation is, this is when we become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around us. It does not matter what they are. And as you notice each object, noticing the distance between the object and you. So for example, object A might be the coffee table. Noticing the distance between the coffee table and you is about four foot. And then feel the distance between the coffee table and you. And then do the same with object B and object C. As you do this with each object, your sense of where you are in space will start to become more clear, more precise, more present for you in some way. For those of you who are faster at triangulating and have completed bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest, in your nipple line, and right around the area around your belly button. Okay, so these two spots. And as you have your attention on these two spots, we're just going to breathe normally for a second, allowing everyone to catch up. Good. And now let's take a nice deep breath together, inhaling, holding your breath at the top of your breath for a count of five, and then releasing the air out of your lungs and holding out for a count of six. Noticing if you resist or have discomfort around the exhaled breath or even if it's just harder for you. Good. And whilst we're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become more coherent, please note that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I work a lot in silence. Often when I'm working with really high frequencies, if I make physical noise, it drops the resonance of that frequency, which doesn't serve you, okay? Because it slows things down. I also occasionally will make physical noise. So you may hear me hum or exhale sharply, or sometimes even yawn, even though I'm not tired. And that's just how I uh, release, <clears throat> especially lower level frequencies, okay? So now that the mastermind has coalesced, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? Mm -hmm. 
And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of this space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, becoming aware of or imagining a brilliance at its very, very center that you either see or feel. And because you have your attention on this space, it starts to very naturally expand outwards through all of your cells, out through your organs, out through your bone structure, through the pores of your skin. out into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Good. Becoming aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Good. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of the infiniteness of this space, please know that I am working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. Yeah. The higher your resonance, the more effective this session, because you'll have the most momentum on spirit level, be able to release 
even more distortion and release or experience have less detox Good. Bringing your attention, please, to the center point of your solar plexus, which is located between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. <clears throat> So as you find that center point of that space, so what we're going to do is bring you into the zero point of time and the zero point of space for the most stability. So the zero point of space is the zero point or the center point of your solar plexus where you have your attention, the center point of your body. Okay. So we'll pull you in there and then, um, I'll um, bring us into even further into the present moment in linear time. bringing you into the center point of time, the present moment in linear time. So all you have to do is keep your attention in that center point of your solar plexus, breathing normally, and I'll do the rest.
good. Good. All right, bringing your attention to your xiphoid process. Right at the base of your sternum. Yeah. So what we're doing here is we are anchoring the essence that is you more firmly. So we're uh, focusing it. So you're less tossed around by other people's stories, agendas, feelings, etc. So as you have your attention in your xiphoid process, please also become aware of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as we work together, please imagine that this sphere of your spirit body becomes, or the outer edge in any case, becomes brighter and brighter. It becomes even in terms of its brightness and its thickness. Good. Yeah. And now please become aware of your spine from the tip of your tailbone all the way up into your skull. Mm -hmm. Becoming very, very aware of your spine. So when you start to feel like things are getting a little overwhelming, and you start to feel a little overwhelmed in terms of feeling anxious or stressed or worried or fearful or whatnot, here are three steps for you. You're going to become, one, aware of your spine. And number two, you're going to become aware of your connection only to pure source. 
And number three, you're going to triangulate, okay, which is that exercise we did at the beginning of this GFC. That will help you to come into stability or a sense of stability very quickly. Yeah. Yes. And just so you know, what we're doing with the spine is anchoring this into earth frequencies so you can feel also more grounded, more centered, more stable. Bring your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process, right at that base of that sternum. And just about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards your belly button, clearing out, resetting the pain body, which is quite full, and integrating it. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.